everyone believe both concepts are ridiculous. Nobody's ever built a gun or a hand grenade or a nuclear weapon on Thropire Lem. That's what I call this place, due to all the Thropes, Pyres, and Lems, because people have no faith in the ideas behind them. But then, when you're dealing with near-indestructible supernatural beings strong enough to pick up cars, your approach to warfare takes a very different direction. Charlie likes to pitch steel-cored silver ball bearings at just under the speed of sound himself. I, however, am the exception to the rule. I may not turn into a seven-foot-tall hairy monster, I might not drink blood and avoid sunlight, but that doesn't mean I'm helpless. I carry my own personal talisman, a heavy chunk of steel known as a Ruger Super Red Hawk Alaskan. It's one of the most powerful handguns ever created, and I brought it, and a crate of ammunition, with me when I crossed the dimensional divide to this world. Since then, I've had the bullets specially modified, the lead replaced with hand-carved teak wood tipped with silver. But I've only got so much gunpowder, and nobody here knows how to make the damn stuff. I'm no chemist. I've tried taking samples to professionals to have it analyzed, but the spell blocks me every time. The lab results get lost or forgotten or thrown away, as if the material involved contains the distilled essence of incompetence. I've had more than one tech just stare at me skeptically and tell me he doesn't have time for pranks. So I'm trying to make my own. You should learn how to use a bow. Charlie says for the hundredth time, it's not hard, I'll teach you. Sorry, but I still don't have a supernatural strength. The draw on those things is like trying to pull back the anchor chain for an aircraft carrier. I prefer a nice, simple trigger. We can have one custom made, I know a guy. I sigh, it's not just strength, it's speed, okay? A throw-per-pire archer can fire arrows so fast their bow basically becomes a semi-automatic weapon. Me? Not so much. The first time I try to draw down on a suspect, I'm going to look like a pincushion. I doubt that. Thanks, but I like your cheery optimism. No, I meant the pincushion thing. A broadhead shaft from a throat bow would punch right through you. You just have a bunch of gaping holes in your body. The pincushion metaphor doesn't really work. I appreciate your tactful approach to accuracy. Not sure what does, though. A sponge? No. Swiss cheese, maybe? All right, so it's possible that mixing my own gunpowder and testing it by igniting some in my living room wasn't the most thought-out plan in the world, but I was feeling a little manic, a little paranoid, and more than a little sexually frustrated. See, Cassius and I had finally had our moment. It was intense and epic and surreal, and since then, all of three days ago, I haven't spent a lot of time around him. I asked for a little space to process things, and he agreed far too quickly. I used the hours to do a lot of thinking and made a few important decisions, including setting up my own martial arts dojo, a 24-hour whirlwind of renting a space, printing up flyers, driving around town dropping them off, and then hunting down some used equipment, which left me happy and exhausted and itchy to do something else so I wouldn't have to do any more thinking. Because I was tired of thinking. I'm a smart person who spends way too much time inside her own head, and there are times when you just have to do something. Too much knowledge numbs the will to action, my old sensei Dwayne Dunn used to say, and he was right on the money. Because this was too big to wrap my head around, and the more I tried, the more I got snarled by analysis paralysis. A centuries-old vampire was in love with me. I was having an affair with my boss, the director of the NSA. I was trapped on a parallel world full of supernatural beings. Any one of those things was enough to drive a sane person crazy if she spent too much time thinking about it, and they were only the most obvious factors in the equation. So I gave up trying to understand and decided to just go with the flow. 
Adopt, adapt, and improve, as John Cleese once said. Of course, he was playing an inept stick-up man who was robbing a lingerie shop at the time, but the principle still holds. I called Cassius up and told him I wanted us to get together. That night, at my place. I told him to bring his toothbrush, or whatever the pyre equivalent was. Then I decided to blow myself up, because, you know, my subconscious is a lot better with metaphors than I am. It's not gonna implode, Charlie says. Explode. Whatever. How long are we supposed to wait? I got things to do. He stands up. Waboom! When I was a kid, I had a cap gun. You threaded this roll of red paper through it, and when you pulled the trigger, the hammer snapped down on one of the little dark dots of gunpowder embedded at regular intervals through the paper, making a satisfying bang. I, however, being a spirited and inquisitive child, was not satisfied. So I took a whole roll of caps, placed it on a rock, and hit it with a much bigger...